Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. I am very, very excited. Number one, to be back. Man, we've been off a week. I mean, crazy, crazy being off that long. Um, I have got a couple emails from people saying, you know, what's the deal? We've been, if, for those who don't know, if you go to my website, jamierocks.us, you can, uh, or poprocksradio.com, they both get you to the same place. Um, you can see who's coming up the following week on the show, um, usually a couple weeks actually ahead. And people are like, you're only doing a couple shows a week. Well, yeah, it's just, um, you know, I'm busy, man. I'm busy. Uh, but the shows that we are doing are well worth it, including tonight. I am so excited. We have a fantastic band. Um, Allison and the fine folks over at MetalBabeMayhem.com. Uh, are the official sponsor of the show, and they turned me on. Allison turned me on to this band, um, who are uh, a little bit north from a little bit north of Georgia, and they are a hard rock band that I just really, really dig. I I, I love, uh, you know, finding out about new uh, new bands and and stuff that are that just are, you know, turned up to ten on the awesomeness scale, and this band is. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Misty Eyed uh, to the show. They're fantastic. Hey. hey. We're glad to be we've here. Got on the line. Yeah, we can hear you. You're coming through loud and clear. Uh, we've got on, I was just going to let everybody know, we've got uh, Megan, the lead vocalist. Uh, she's with John, the guitarist, and we've got Wes, the bass player. Jeremy is here hey. in spirit. Uh, he plays drums. Uh, but we miss him. We miss him. So how are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. It's uh, no. Let me ask you guys. You guys are from uh, Georgia. Are you guys? Uh, did you guys grow up there or uh, transplants? How, how did Misty Eyed come together? Did you guys know each other from um, the scene? Um. Well, actually, Wes and John they. We moved in together as strangers, right? Y'all didn't know each other? Yeah, back when Wes was in college, uh, I think a couple of roommates to some place that we worked together. We all worked at Dave and Buster's, but it was all like different times. And then there was a time we were all just looking for like uh, roommates. And then we kind of just moved in with a bunch of strangers that we just met. And then we started a band back then and... Kind of went through the ringer with it a little bit, and then uh, later on we found Megan and started Misty Eyed. And uh, Jeremy, our drummer, actually, he's the only one who's not from Georgia. He's from Arizona. Um, And he recently moved out here about two years ago, I think. We just got lucky with him. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, go out and kick. Go ahead, Wes. I said we had to go out and kidnap Jeremy. Nice. Nice. 
This reminds me, when you guys were saying that you worked at the, uh, Dave & Buster's, when I was a million years ago, I'm an old man now, but a million years ago, um, I, I worked at a place called Ponderosa Steakhouse, and um, my friends worked there also. We all lived together, and I don't know if this was your guys' situation, but if you came to our house, and if you looked in the cupboard, all the cans were giant, and because we also did inventory, wink, wink, and they were all giant industrial cans. And if you went into our washroom, our bathroom, we didn't have a regular toilet paper. We had a coat hanger with this giant round thing of restaurant toilet paper. Um, it just happened to find itself into our house. Oh, that my was, gosh. Like that's said, hilarious. We actually a million years. <laughs> we had something similar, but ours was all – we had, like, Dave & Buster's cups and shot glasses for days. Mm. In fact, I think nice. we still have some. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we used to have the full set. <laughs> the person working it. in a I restaurant. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, we had that was. I'm surprised we did not wind up in jail or something. I mean, our we had a little bitty. You know, everybody now we have. You know, everybody has big TVs and and stuff. Back then we didn't. Our television, we had a, a, a stand for our television that fit inside, which was a newspaper box. We didn't steal it, but somebody who came. To our house, dropped it off one day, and uh, we said, "Hey, that's perfect for the TV to sit inside." So, yeah, it was very punk rock. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> somebody brought a street light one time, you know, like a traffic light, but you we couldn't oh hook God. it up because it runs on I don't know some enormous amount of power that it didn't work hooking it into the wall. We tried. Somebody might have tried. I don't know who that was. Anyway, anyway. Uh, if any police are listening, this may or may not all be true. How about that? Um, I'm I sure the statute of limitations is over 20 years ago. Anyway, so you guys, um, you know, did you guys, like, growing up, did you know that, hey, when I get older, I'm going to be in a kick-ass band, and uh, that's just, don't worry about it, that's what's going to happen? Was that part yeah. of the plan? Um, I think a couple of us kind of grew up with that. I mean, I definitely knew I wanted to be some kind of a singer. I spent most of my, um, most of my like adolescent years doing musical theater. So at the time I was like, well, I'm going to be an actress and, and I'm going to sing and do it all like that way. And then randomly enough, I found my, myself in a rock band, but I think the guys, y'all were always kind of like, yeah, let's be rock stars. Yeah, for me, it didn't quite click until uh, about middle school. But really, it was like the time that I picked up my guitar, even before I picked up the guitar, I remember my dad was showing me like old bands like Deep Purple and like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. And I was like, man, that guitar is cool. And I remember I was telling my dad, I was like, I think I want to learn to play guitar. He's trying to talk me out of it. He's like, you sure you don't want to play bass? And I was like, man, I want to play the solo. I know. The bassist is lame. Well, it wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't get to do the fun stuff. <laughs> oh, What's funny man, is when I, met, funny. when I met Wes, he was a guitarist. And ah. uh, it, we actually kind of, like, shifted some things around based off of, like, what was needed. But uh, back when I started playing guitar, this is when Guitar Hero came out. So, okay. of course, now, like, pop culture is, like, suddenly interested in rock music. Again, I should say. Not suddenly, but, like, it kind of, like, gave a revival to it, in a sense. Right. And it's uh, very much I felt like it was 
and I feel like it was a great time to start learning how to play guitar because at a young age I was exposed to all these different songs and now you know it's funny because we did a cover a couple covers the other day that we like practiced and I stopped and I told the band I was like guys every one of these songs came off a of guitar hero <laughs> and it, it it's kind of funny because like people our age connected with that I feel like so deeply yeah oh, absolutely I grew up in um, Metro Detroit and um, back this is back in the 80s way way back in the day. And all of my friends, um, I was the only, I was a secret kind of new wave guy. Um, you know, I was listening to Adamant and stuff like that at home, but all of my friends were not, were definitely hard rock guys. And um, I wanted to be in a band so bad, but I had absolutely no musical ability. I mean, just none, you know, it, it just wasn't my thing. And I, 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 I tried, but it just didn't click for me. But I'll tell you, all of my friends, all played guitar and I've told this story so many times on the show, but it's so funny and so true. They actually uh, started a band and you know, a lot of these guys and I had to sit down with them and have a conversation and explain guys, you can't have 12 guitar players. Somebody else is going to have to learn something to do something else. Um, <laughs> it just isn't going to work. You know, uh, you got to have some bass and some draw, you know, it's, it's what you got to do. But, um, yeah, they all – and so I kind of grew up with, you know, definitely with uh, the, the rock stuff happening, and it was just phenomenal. You know, you've not rocked out until you've been to an Ozzy concert. You know, I mean, it, is, it melts your face off. And, you know, the thing – that, and then the 90s happened, and I was away at school, and I went to college in Boston, and the music just – the rock just kind of, like – petered out you know what i mean there was a lot of what i call coffee house acts um you know a guy with a guitar singing about his heartbreak and um it just and an acoustic guitar i should i should say um and it just didn't have that that edge to it you had a little bit of stuff in the alternative scene in the fringe and whatnot you know the rise of grunge and, and what happening but in mainstream and it wasn't until the 2000s when um all of a sudden it was back and it very much correlates with what you were saying with, with the guitar hero and whatnot. Suddenly you had bands like uh, uh, the killer and, and Evanescence and, and stuff like that. And, and it was just awesome. I'm like, I remember like going, wow, here it is again. You know, this is fantastic because there's nothing like a rock show, man. Especially if you're trying mm-hmm. to smooch a gal, um, <laughs> take her to a rock show. <laughs> You know, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Very important. Well, you guys have that spirit. You guys definitely have that rock and roll spirit. And I dig it. I dig it a lot. I've been doing a deep dive. I've been watching your videos, um, you know, all kinds of stuff on, on YouTube and everything. Um, awesome. You guys well, which rock? video would you say is your favorite? Well, I, you know, I don't know how you're walking through that forest barefoot, uh, Megan, but you were. It, and it was, was good. difficult. Um, Oh, um, yeah, because this was, it was uh, I don't know if everyone can tell from the video, but it was extremely cold. Bef- between takes, I had my uh, my big, like, Carhartt jacket on, and I was like, I was freezing. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Well, you know, rock and roll, things you got to do, right? Yeah. For fashion yep. and, and, and the spirit of it all. Um, no, I, I think the rock star life. Yeah. The, uh, the bargain's really good too. With that's the one where you have the the stripes on your face. 
the mean, I'm going to oh, put you on a motorcycle uh, strike. SOS. Where I have, oh, like, the, um, like, the, like, the war paint almost. War, that was the word I was looking for. Yeah, that's an awesome Yeah, video. yeah, that one, uh, that one's SOS. But that one was, nice. ironically enough, that one was the opposite problem. We were in a um, a storage <laughs> container, and it oh, was the man. middle of summer, and we had to close the, the door on the storage container for lighting purposes, <laughs> and we pretty much were in an oven. It was easily 100 degrees in there, easily. Yeah, I feel like that was the hardest music video to film because... You speak for yourself. Yeah. It, 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 it was so heavy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I have all these friends. The um, the big trend is these tiny houses, and they're all like, "Hey, we can get these storage containers and build a tiny house." And I'm like, "I don't know, man. Every time I've ever been around it, which hasn't been only a few times, they've been really hot. And you know, it's a big metal box. I don't yep. know if you want to live in that, but there you go. Yeah. Wes and the boys here, and the and the girl. Uh, you know, we'll tell you it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had like some lights catch on fire. It got so hot in there. <laughs> it uh, put out a couple of fires actually. Yeah, I think we had two fires because mm-hmm. one t- one light fell over and like landed on one of our tables and like mm. melted a table. It was like one of those plastic fold tables. And then in the scene where Megan's got like the pillow fluff falling on her. Uh, some of that pillow fluff landed on another light and caught fire. Oh man! So, oh, man. so one can say That's the making of that video though. was fire. What's that? I said those are great stories. It reminds me of the the classic, uh, and apparently it really happened, from what I understand, from what I've read. When the Rolling Stones were uh, recording "Sympathy for the Devil," something happened and something caught on fire in the studio, and everybody was like, "Oh, oh. it's." The devil. And uh, wow. why would he burn up his messengers? That's a bad plan. Um, I think he'd be smarter than that. I don't use the devil, you know. I get the guy who looks hurt. I Maybe don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was the other oh, team. That's who thought was trying to stop it. Anyway, anyway I'm going to get emails up the kazoo for that. Talking to a band <laughs> from Georgia and making statements like that. Are you kidding me? Um, bring them on. Bring them on. Well, that's cool. Hey, how is yeah, the scene in uh, no Atlanta? I've been to Atlanta a, a million times. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Buckhead. I even like the underground there. Although all my friends are like, it's real it's real sketchy. I'm like, I'm from Detroit. Um, I'm used to sketchy. Um, but no, I love Buckhead and whatnot. How is the um, I've been there for uh, uh, some electronic music uh, club events and whatnot. Big, they used to be a great, almost akin to Burning Man type thing. It used to happen in Georgia. There we used to go to. But um, how's the rock scene there? Is it is it pumping? Well, I want to say yes and no. Um, we're actually one of the very few, one of the only bands in the scene that I know of that's really similar, like our style, like. Um, mm. Most bands here, there's a lot of bands that will do, like, indie rock or, uh, like, versions of punk. Or I've even seen, like, uh, some cool, like, jazz instrument, ska-style bands. Um, wow. That's unexpected. Yeah, like, it, 
it, it's cool. It's like it's diverse um, in a lot of ways. But as far as like rock, like there's a couple bands that do like some classic rock stuff. So because mm-hmm. I know a band called Half Hot. And they and they remind me like classic rock to the day. And then there's another band called Bad Guru, and they're kind of like they're kind of like a psychedelic jam band. And that's they're like a jam band meets like '90s alternative. I'd say they're like closer to our style a little bit. But um, but you guys but, are it. You guys are the 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 kings and queens of it. It's sounding like. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far. I'm sure there's always bands that we haven't discovered yet that are coming out of Georgia and Atlanta. That there's a lot of talent. And uh, one mm. of my good friends, he always says that uh, Atlanta is a uh, artistic city, you know, because he's a big sports fan, and he's like, sports isn't our thing here in Georgia. It, it, it's art. <laughs> mm. And I thought he's that right. was funny. You because. Know, it- oh, finish your thought. Finish your thought. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I was just saying it's funny because, like, until this year, you know, Georgia and Atlanta hasn't really done a whole lot of good things when it comes to, like, major sports. We, we had our year, and now we'll have another one in another 20 years. So. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's awesome. You know, the cool thing about Georgia is, and I don't want to sound real California, new, new agey and whatnot. That's not really my scene, but it's, it's definitely my wife. Um, the uh, – you know, there, there's, it's almost like a, Georgia's on like these ley lines of creativity and whatnot. Some really interesting, like REM came out of Georgia, you know, B-52, you know, just really, really cool um, stuff. And really, it's it's the film industry there is huge. There's a lot oh, of money yeah. happening. We're, we're, the next, uh, we're the next Hollywood. Yeah, there's, there's mm. been so many like movie companies and stuff that are working in Atlanta, like it's very popular for um, for you to see movies being shot, like areas of the town being shut down. Yeah. And, like, there's places where we've taken photos that are, like, areas where people do filming and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's big. A lot of people are moving to Atlanta. Um, and so I would say Atlanta is very rich in culture and it's becoming more and more rich every day. And I think that's going to impact the future Atlanta scene and bring some more diversity to it. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, I, think I have a good like, friend of mine uh, who um, who has a house there or an apartment. Just got an apartment. He's a a voice guy, um, does voiceover acting, and still has his place in L.A. Uh, on the beach. But he just got a new a second place in Atlanta because he's there every three weeks. You know, and he's like, why spend the money at a hotel when I can have a house? You know. Uh, yeah, that's why you just keep it a place in rent. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, obviously, he's making enough money where that's worth it, you know, to do. Um, so that rocks, man. Well, you guys are right in the forefront of it. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. 
older adults, and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROXX, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Now, we've got some tracks. Um, we've got four tracks to play tonight. We've got, let me, let me read them off here. Um, it's Going Down, Run, SOS, which we were talking about earlier, and The Bargain. What do you guys think we should hit everybody up with first? If they haven't heard Misty-Eyed. Ooh. Hmm. If they haven't heard Misty-Eyed. Was Run in that list? Mm-hmm. I would say that song yeah. is my vote. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say either Run or um, or SOS. Uh, SOS seems to be um, a crowd favorite. Um, but oh. either one, yeah. Either one's a good well, choice there. 
gentlemen, I've been married now, going on two years. So let's go with the ladies' choice um, with SOS. I, I'm, I've learned that in being married. Uh, you know, here it is, everybody. Misty-eyed SOS. Check it out.
was SOS by Misty Eyed, one of my favorite bands of the year so far. I really, really like this band a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, very, very cool. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, um, uh, guys and lady, uh, all the tracks we're playing tonight, these are all available, right? These are out. People can get these? Yeah, they're available yeah. anywhere that you stream or buy music, and uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, all these songs nice. are on our new EP, Sara. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very cool, man. I didn't even know about the EP. Well, that is very awesome. Let me ask you this. When you're making an EP, um, now, now you guys are, you know, a professional band. You've been doing this. You're, you're rocking out and everything. Um, do you just have like a, a, a satchel full of, of songs and you're like, okay, we got to pick six or, or whatever it, the number is um, out of, you know, a hundred here. Uh, how does that, is there a big process and it, is, is it a big, you know, conversation the band has? Um, yeah, I feel like we've got a, we have a system, but I feel like we try to change it up a lot too because sometimes we'll do different things and get different results. And um, I think if you get stuck in one way of writing music, um, you know, you, you may not progress as an artist, but as far as our process mm. goes, um, it's, it usually starts with like a skeleton, some chords, a bass line, um, a poem, you know, uh, something. And then, you know, we kind of come together and put together the skeleton, and then we bounce it around a couple times and say, okay, well, what kind of, you know, rhythm do we want? What kind of lyrics do we want? Maybe start working on some vocal melodies. Like, sometimes I think I've tried to write vocal melodies on guitar and then, like, work with Megan to try to, like, see if it works for, like, backing ideas or counter melodies or whatever, what have you. And then Wes will come in and, you know, add some screams here and there. Jeremy will come in and say, Hey, this middle section, I, I think it would sound really cool if it was like halftime or if it was uh, changed up a little bit or something along those lines. So it's very, um, I feel like it's pretty collaborative. Um, yeah. What, awesome. what, what do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, people always ask us, like, you know, where do you all start in the process? And just like John said, it's like every song just about has started pretty differently. Um, there's a song on the on the EP called um, This Was Not a Suicide, and it's a piano track that I wrote before before Misty Eyed, and the timing came up with it, and it, it just felt right, and it found its way into Misty Eyed's track list, you know? So, like John said, sometimes it starts with a riff. Sometimes it starts with a, a general feeling you want to write about, a poem, you know, whatever, so... It, we we like to keep it fresh, and that definitely helps keep the creative process flowing. Nice, nice. And Wes, what what are your thoughts on on how you guys are working and gelling and, and putting out such fantastic music? Yeah, um, I mean it's a lot like what they said. Like we have various processes, um, but you know. We'll start with a small idea and bounce it off of each other and build off of it. And, you know, sometimes we'll spend months, like, tweaking and developing the song until it's exactly what we want it to be for the final product. Yeah. And then we'll have a song like uh, like It's Going Down where it kind of writes itself. <laughs> yeah, nice. that one we were able to put together pretty fast. Yeah. 
That's a, and then we also that's have a question I, that's Sorry, a question I always want to um I always find fascinating uh, and I always ask my musician friends because I'm I'm not in the music business. I'm a painter. That's what I do for a living. I, I paint pictures of people and stuff and been doing that for, you know, twenty years. Um but people they see the end result. They don't see a painting. They, they, nobody knows how the sausage gets made. Um, they're like, oh, Jamie's a great painter. He just Every time he sits down to a canvas, it just flows out. Uh, and that's great for the brand, you know, for people to think. What they don't see is, man, I've got one right now that's been fighting me. Uh, I will win. I guarantee it. I haven't lost the battle yet. But, um, <laughs> man, sometimes they fight me, and I just want to throw the canvas in the street and jump up and down on it, you know, set it on fire. Um, I haven't done that yet. But with music, I imagine it's the same way. Like, I hear a song like it's going down or, or even or any of these, Run, or SOS, which we just heard. And, I, you know, to me, as a civilian out here, as a, as a fan, as a, an audience, as a listener, it's like, wow, that's fantastic. Well, nothing must have been on TV uh, last Tuesday. They just knocked this out, you know. And I understand as an artist that's probably not the case in all of them, although – it is great when and I, when a painting comes real easy and everything just clicks into place, man, I want to have a party. I celebrate that because it doesn't happen all the time, you know? Uh, yeah. I was just about to say, um, as elegantly as we answer that question, the process isn't always elegant. Mm-hmm. Um, like, an example, <laughs> The Bargain was a song that I was working on for years, truth be told. Mm. I've changed it over a dozen of times. I changed keys, um, changed the topic of the song. Uh, it was just like one of those ideas that I kind of have in what I call the vault. I got that idea from my buddy David Schott. He was always like, yeah, we'll just take these ideas and put them in the vault, come back to them later. <laughs> and that was one of those ideas that I've just been kind of working on for a long time. Brought it up to the guys uh, a little over a year ago, or, yeah. And then we started putting it together, and it, and uh, it started off really long, really complicated, and we changed up some things. I think we even recorded that song twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we changed the key of it uh, like two or three times. A lot of structure components changed. Mm-hmm. We even debated about cutting the song in half and say we're just going to release half the song. Mm-hmm. Like So, so yeah. in addition to us working together, there's a lot of heads butting. There's a lot of angry arguments. There's a lot of... You know, what the fuck, dude? There's a lot of that, too. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's but the good things in life don't really come easy. No. So you got to, you kind of got no. to work for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's so funny. I, I have little things sometimes that try to break me out. If something's really, with the, with the painting in particular, a lot of people probably don't know this, is, is you can't, they're like, oh, you just paint over, you know, what you want to change. Well, if you do that a hundred times, it gets real thick in that spot, and it just looks terrible and messes up the whole thing. So you might as well just start over. Um, but I have a little tricks, a few little personal psychological tricks. I'll put on the Rocky theme if something's fighting me. You know, my dog goes and lays under the table. She's like, "Oh, he's in a mood. <laughs> he's a crazy person." Um, but it's, it's, you know, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it's hard because when you have that idea, when you have that idea for the track, I would imagine, or, or in my case, the painting, 
you can't let it go sometimes. It ha- you have to do it. It's just it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. <laughs> you got to knock it out. I get it. Yep. I get it, John. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Is he, let me ask you this, Megan. Do, they, do the boys get in moods? Do they get in moods where you're like, nope, they're just crazy? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I always, I always say that um, being in this band with them is sometimes like herding cats. Um, Mm. I love them, and it's it's totally worth it. But it it gets a little crazy sometimes, for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. Let me ask the guys. Same question, only about Megan. Choose your words carefully. <laughs> What's the question again? Uh, welcome to the hot seat. Um, how about this, guys? How about this? Let's play a track. Um, we've got it's going down, run, and the bargain. What should we go with next? Uh, Wes, what do you think? Uh, you want to hit him with run next? We can do yeah, that. We can do that. We can, Let's run it. We can run it. it. Right. Here it is, everybody. Misty-eyed, run. Check this out.
And there we go, folks. That was Run, Misty-Eyed. Another track I really, really dig. That's phenomenal. All these tracks um, are going to be on the EP, right? Yeah, every single one of them. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Now, we mentioned at the uh, uh, start of the show, I had had mentioned that, you know, I went on a deep dive on YouTube watching you guys, uh, videos and, and whatnot. This is a question I always ask my musician friends because I, I'm a child of the 80s. I grew up in the 80s. Um, music videos in my DNA, I, I consider it an art form. I, I love a good music video. Um, but a lot of musicians I know, because I always ask them, I'm like, how do you feel about music videos? And the answers are usually split. They're, they're like, oh, love them. It's great. The other half is like, it's a necessary evil. <laughs> if I never had to do it, I wouldn't. Um, how, where do you guys lay in that, in the question of what do you think about doing music videos? Um, from my perspective, honestly, I love them. Um, I feel like I'm not so great on the coming up with the ideas of them myself, but I love being in them. Uh, but I think that's the theater kid in me. If I if I get to, like, act something out, I'm like, let's go. Let's do it. So I love nice. doing that. <laughs> Gentlemen, yeah, I'd say as an artist, like, they're, it's kind of a hassle to do, but also, like, as a consumer of music, I understand that desire to want a visual media to go with it. So, like, I – I fully support it. I, I don't have a problem with them. I I love music videos myself. I hear you. I hear you. And, John, what are your thoughts? I really enjoy making music videos. Uh, the whole process, really, everything from coming down to the ideas, the nitty-gritty, the storyboards, um, to figuring out, like, the wardrobes that we're going to do. So uh, when I was in high school, I actually was big into doing, like, um, like film stuff. Like, I was the film teacher's mm-hmm. intern, so I was always helping them with, like, everything from filming, like, football and soccer games to, like, making commercials for, like, our school system. Um, so nice. I was always, like, kind of behind the camera, and it's really cool to see, like, you take this idea. You, you, you take, like, if you go back to just the, the music of it, too. You take this idea, you're kind of creating it out of thin air, and then you're pairing this soundtrack to a visual, like a small movie, a short film, where you get to tell a story visually and audibly. So it's kind of cool. Like the, the coolest part for me is like being able to do it and create something, take, take music one step further creatively and still create all the stuff out of thin air. That is so cool. That is so cool. I love them. I love them. We, uh, we'll sit down. We'll, you know, on sometimes some nights I'll I'll be able to put on uh, what I want to watch on the TV. Um, say that little note. That's how things kind of work in our house. Uh, and I'll put on. I don't know. Sometimes I'll play some music videos on the TV or something. And uh, my wife should because I I get it gets my creative juices going watching them. Uh, and so often. And it's funny because I, I always carry these little pads of paper and a pen around with me and I'll write ideas on them for, for painting. And uh, we'll be watching a video. My wife will be like, Oh, that's a Jamie painting. There's a Jamie painting. There's a Jamie. <laughs> Just, you know, as we watch them because they're good. <laughs> yeah. No. I might want to do a painting of a band inside a storage container. You know, it just made me, I like the idea of it. Um, 
Cool. Yeah, and you know, creativity is funny because it doesn't hit you when you want it to hit you. Right. It's it's one of those things where like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, I got this idea. I got I got to pick up my guitar. And then I'm sitting here trying to jam out as quietly as possible at like three in the morning. And or there's times where now, you know, like the other day I got home from work and you know I did some errands and stuff and I'm about to go to bed and I pick up my guitar and I'm tired, I'm, you know, exhausted from the day, but my brain's telling me like there's some there's some kind of ideas here. And I don't know, as an artist, you know, it's it's funny because you might get the best idea you've ever had on your way to work, setting in traffic. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, um, with ads, like Super Bowl ads and stuff like that, like, Megan and I will watch Hulu sometimes, and we use the ones that – we use the part – the one thing that doesn't have the, the, the no ads, so we're, like, watching commercials. Mm-hmm. She's like, I hate ads. And me, I'm like, I love ads. Because ads, I don't know. It's funny. It's like a, it's a quick sell. It's a short it's movie. Creative. Yeah. It's a short film, exactly. I love it. That's and very weird. Still true to life. Yeah. A good and one. I, like how many, you know, how many times have you met people that are like, I like commercials. Mm, I'm the same way. I am the same way. Uh, we were having dinner with my in-laws the other day, and my mother-in-law was talking about something who I love dearly. Don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I love her to death. Um, But suddenly, you know, as she's talking in my mind, that ad, I don't know if you've seen that one for the insurance uh, for, I can't remember what it is, but where the the guy's like a secret agent and he's fighting off ninjas or something. And uh, his mom calls him on the phone. She's like, well, the squirrels are in the attic again. I was in my yeah. head and she was telling her story. I'm like, Oh God. Um, but yeah, I could relate. I could relate. And I looked over at my oh, wife man. and I could see the same thing was happening with her. Anyhow, anyhow. And now folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. 
Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please, visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rocks Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. We've got it's going down and the bargain. What should we hit them with next? All right, John, I think uh, I think you're up. Let's so, just, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. Here it is, everybody. This is Misty Eyes. It's going down. Check it out.
It's going down, and it went down. That's misty-eyed, everybody. What a track. You guys, that's a powerful track, strong track. I like it. I like it a lot. Thank you. Very, very cool. That one we kind of pretty quickly. You said you had mentioned before that one came. It it was one of those ones that just everything clicked, right? Yep. Um, It kind of started off as a – some fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, we were just messing around one day, and I came up with that intro riff. And uh, it's funny because I was actually playing around with this much, much larger, like, scale arpeggio sweeping-ish thing pattern. Mm. It was super classical, and I took three notes out of it and wrote that intro riff. (laughs) And uh, it was was pretty cool. Like, and we were just kind of bouncing ideas back around, and then Wes kind of came up with, like, a chorus. Um, and then we, we threw it together, and then Jeremy was like, yo, I'm digging this. Yeah. And he, he got some of the ideas for that intro from Painkillers from Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we threw it together, and then Megan's like, I like this. What should it be about? And I was telling her, I was like, it should be about a, something about a good time. Mm-hmm. It's funny. My favorite part of that whole track is the very ending where we're all, like, laughing and, like, genuinely having a good time. Like, all the little, like, all the little things in that song. Like, it's really cool to me because we we captured, like, just genuinely just some friends having a good time and just enjoying ourselves. And and it's the most authentic, I don't know, it's the most authentic thing. And it's, it's really cool to have, like, that's set in stone and recorded and, and out there for the world to see. So That's cool. That is very cool. Hey, I wanted to let people know, too, on our show page, and uh, for those longtime listeners of the show, these, uh, these links, we have links up, and when we convert the show to a podcast, it goes out everywhere. We're on a million, or not a million, we're close to 500 different podcasting platforms, uh, Spotify, et cetera. Pandora and all that. Uh, these links follow the show. So if you're listening in the future, hello from the past, if you're uh, listening to the show in the future and, um, you know, you're like, I want to find out, I want to follow uh, Missy Eyed on Instagram or, or Facebook, or Twitter, SoundCloud, whatever, uh, or go to the website. All those links are right there. You can just click on them uh, along with the MetalBabeMayhem.com uh, link and uh, check out their cool merch. The cool thing about Metal Babe, when you go to their website, the first thing, one of the first things that pops up is a skeleton hand. And a lot of people are like, um, you know, what the hell is that? It's a, I call ours the monkey paw. And um, I was talking to Allison, and she sent me one from my bar. And uh, it is in my, yes, folks, I'm that age now where I keep a, a, a bar at home, you know, um, because um, I can. Uh, I don't drink everything that just comes into the house. It happens when you get old. Uh, but yes, I have a, a skeletal bottle opener now from MetalBaseMakes.com, and you can too uh, if you go to their website. But yeah, all the uh, misty-eyed um, links are right there, man. They're right there, and uh, you can get there. You guys are awesome at this because I'll tell you something. Bands out there, take note um, when you're setting up your social uh, networking and whatnot, your social media accounts. Misty-eyed. It's the same thing everywhere at Missy Eye Georgia or GA. And um, if you're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
You would be amazed, guys, how many bands do not do this. Um, <laughs> they all have different, you know. Well, if you go to Monkey on a Tree and the Greyhound runs swiftly over at SoundCloud, and then it's uh, the guy <laughs> like the color black on Twitter. It's like, what? What are you doing? I tell you what. You it, guys are smart. Honestly, it came from a place of trying to make it easy on us. <laughs> we, we, oh, it gave us awesome. much less to remember. It's just Misty IGA everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> all of our uh, personal, uh, like, Instagram accounts and stuff, too, are also, like, Misty-Eyed Megan or Misty-Eyed John or Misty-Eyed Wes. Except Jeremy. Except nice. Jeremy. And the- <laughs> Except, Except Jeremy, Jeremy, of course. <laughs> you know. It came in for me to try to do that. Because <laughs> our, um, our old manager, Leah, she, uh, she came up with the idea. She was like, you guys should all be uniform. And it's like, you know what? Not yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's a smart idea. I'll tell you something mm-hmm. else that's fantastic about your band is your logo. I don't know who's behind it. Whoever it was, buy them a cup of coffee next time you hang out because that's a fantastic logo. And especially with a rock band, so many rock bands do these crazy logos where there's a million things in them. You know, <laughs> well, we have to have the castle. We've got to have the dragon. And then there's the angels fighting in the background. And then the guitar melting <laughs> and the volcano. I'm like, guys, when you reduce that down on a graphic, all you see is a blob. You don't see any of that detail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Queen. Queen, one of the biggest bands in the world. I'm looking at you. You ever look at the Queen logo? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys have a Perfect, great logo. I love it. Fantastic. Thank you. Looks good on a shirt. Looks good on a banner. Side of a jet. Love it. Thank you. Um, I actually made that on a free Android app that I downloaded back in 2016 because my the band wow. that I had just joined needed a logo. And I was like, uh, okay, um, I do this sometimes. Let's see what I can do. Oh, hey, man. And um, it's actually, it's um, it's film strip. It's film strip, and it's meant to, um, I don't know if this is obvious, but it's meant to look like an eye. So yeah. it's kind of like all the perspectives coming together of, you know, these are the different the different things that we see, and it, film, it builds your perspective together. So, so that's kind of well, where it came from. And then it's cool because the Samsara logo um, – we had a friend of ours draw that up for us, and um, it was neat because Sam Star is our third EP, and uh, so we put our logo together, and it was kind of like a rebirth for us, which is what Sam Star ultimately means, and uh, it it really came all together. So, yeah. Yeah, we we modeled that uh, Sam Star logo off of the uh, the Triskel, the yeah. which is like a Celtic symbol for rebirth too. So it's uh, it kind of all kind of came together, and we ended up with this like badass uh, re- re- rejuvenation. Well, it it is it's badass. That's the way to do it. And folks, you can get it on a face mask. You can get it all this there's shirts, there's a shot glass here. If you go to if you go to Misty Eyed, um, let's see what is it here? It's Misty Eyed Rocks, right? Dot Rocks, Misty Eyed Dot Rocks. R O C K S. I love that. Um, and if you go there and you click on shop, well, I look at all this cool stuff, man. 
Look at all this cool stuff. Of course, here's Megan on the poster, not sitting the way you're supposed to because she's a teenage girl, you know, just got off the phone probably. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. It's a great poster. No, that's pretty accurate, actually. (laughs) I grew up with three sisters. How could you tell, right? Um, Very, very true. Anyhow, no, it's a cool logo. I I dig it a lot. Um, that's, that's, That's very, very cool. Um, very, very cool. And so now we're going to play our last track. You've been waiting for it, folks. It is, uh, it's a banger. It's a banger called The Bargain. You guys want to tell us a little bit about this one before we play it? Or should we play it and then talk about it? Whatever you guys want to do. Should we play it and then talk about it? Or should we talk about it and then play it? I say play it and then talk about it. Let it, let it simmer. Okay. I'm not down with that. Here it is, folks. Misty-eyed, the bargain.
That track is so hot, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. It's The Bargain by Misty Eyed. And uh, it's, it's so hot, it's almost like a, I, I feel like I'm in a, a metal storage container in the wood. No, I'm <laughs> That's a hot track, though. Seriously, that's good. I like it. I like it. Thank Fantastic. you. That's you said you've been working uh, on that favorite. one for a while? I didn't mean to talk. Mm-hmm. Can we go ahead? Oh, no, you're fine. I was just saying that's definitely my favorite off the uh, off the EP. But, yeah, John, uh, you were saying yeah, you worked on that one for a while. Yeah, the music part of it, um, for sure. Years, years and years and years. Um, which is crazy because just imagine, like, you took a painting and you did it, but you didn't do it good enough. And so you come back and you redo it a couple years later. But even then it wasn't good enough. And then you just you keep going back. And then, and then you, you finished it, like, last month. And now it's finally good enough. It's, Absolutely. That, that's kind of a, yeah, that's that's the mindset. And then, as far as the topic goes for the song, um, kind of kind of put together the five stages of grief. Mm. And part of that. Inspired me because a, a friend of mine uh, passed away in a car fire. Uh, mm. So it was really sad and a tough time. And I was thinking, man, you know, like a lot of people go through this and people don't realize they go through it. So it was kind of like a way of not specifically telling that story, but just telling a story that's similar to like suffering and, and going through the stages of the grief that everyone goes through. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so the Crazy. song actually was, it ended up being called The Bargain because the chorus is supposed to represent the bargaining stage of mm. the five stages. And the bargaining stage is, you know, it's like, well, I can't believe this happened. It's, it's kind of like you're willing to... You it should have been me or whatever. Me. Yeah. I'm willing to trade something. It was my fault. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's and it's 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 a human condition, you know. It, it's it's and I think it's it's not even a cultural condition. I think every culture, you know, it's just a, being a human being. You you deal with that with, with you know you go through those. Interesting, interesting, uh, very very cool. The bargain, folks, and you can pick it up. You can pick it up. All these singles are available as singles, or you can get the EP. I suggest getting the EP. Um, definitely. Uh, people always ask me where's the best place to uh, to buy an artist's uh, music and whatnot that we have on the show. And I always tell them, uh, well, very cavalier. I used to tell them before the uh, the pandemic and whatnot at a show, of course. Um, but I will say this as well: um, if you know an artist's website, i.e., like mistyeye.rocks, r o c k s, um, if you can buy direct from the artist. It's usually better. And a little secret is all the streaming platforms are all businesses, folks. And I'm not putting them down. I mean, you know, businesses do what they do. Uh, they're in it to, uh, to generate funds. It's part of it. Uh, but the artist gets a, a smaller piece of the pie. The, the pie gets cut up if you, uh, if you order through a streaming site, which the mm-hmm. artist will get a bigger piece of the pie if you get it directly from the artist, uh, usually. Usually that's how that works. And especially it shows, man, you guys have, and I'm saying you you guys know this. Uh, the band knows this, of course, because they, they, they live it. But um, 
lot of the audience members may not know, sometimes merch sales at a show gets the band to the next gig. Uh, that happens a lot. <laughs> you know, that's dinner <laughs> money or new bass strings. You know, those are always fun mm-hmm. fifty dollars to spend. Um, yeah. Things happen, man. Things happen. So always support local music true. and buy their merch. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say it's a hundred percent true. Like, oh yeah, you know, buying a shirt from a band might just help them. That that purchase might have been what that twenty dollars that they needed to go to the to do a tour or to buy mm-hmm. the equipment that they need to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been to, to you know buy them lunch so that they don't starve. <laughs> yes, that's right. And, uh, that's right. Fun. Another cool thing that's going to be available, uh, I'm sure we'll have it on our store soon, but um, the label that we're on, 59X Records, they're actually putting out a vinyl that has um, oh, really? one of our songs on it, along with a couple of um, other songs from the uh, other bands on the label. And um, so it'll be the only Misty ad you'll be able to get on vinyl. Mm-hmm. But it'll be available, I think, in like uh, like June or July. There's like a super big nice. back order on vinyls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, folks, get the vinyl, because I'll tell you, sometimes in life, things happen, you know, and uh, and when they do, they happen to have that, uh, you know, that vinyl with Misty Eyed on it, and you've been to one of their shows, and, you know, you bought them all shots, um, maybe you can get them to sign it or something, and then you can go to Las Vegas and go to see the pawn stars, and they'll say, well, I don't know, you vinyl with signed misty eyed we got to call in an expert and the expert comes in and they're like yeah trade him a car for it it's, it's a million dollar signature um that could happen that could happen uh, i don't know ladies and gentlemen honestly i've been you know in my younger wolfing around days i've been to a lot of pawn shops may and it's probably the stuff i had i've never had an expert called in um, on any of my stuff Jamie, you're back again. Nobody wants his 80s boombox. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. It's 20 bucks. Go out tonight. <laughs> Meet a girl. Make you get a job. So you can quit coming in here. Anyhow. Anyhow. Guys, I it's been a blast tonight. We're at the, uh, the end of the show. Once again, yeah. folks, we have links up to Misty Eyes. All their social media, all their website, everything. Um, I suggest you, and I'll say this about anybody: if you if you go to a baker and they have the best muffins in town, um, like and share their social media. Help get the word out, man. Um, that's how this works now. It's uh, you know very very important. And uh, and Missy, I know no exception. Like and share. They've got one of the coolest Instagram pages I've ever seen. Um, you definitely want to check that out. Oh my gosh. Look at that hair, John. That's pretty. I like that uh, that headband too. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. There's Megan sleeping a what? She's sleeping under a ladder in this one. What, Megan? What are you doing? Uh, I'm teasing. Wow. It's all that moving music. I'm telling you. Here she is in a little black dress, of course, uh, in an alley. It looks like it's amazing. Lots of cool stuff. And Wes, is that you in the Jason hockey mask? It's pretty cool. Or is that Jeremy? It's not me, unfortunately. 
that was cool. that was our uh, original drum. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, Get him out of here. Oh, wait, Get him out of actually, here. Actually, actually, I think that photo you're talking about. I think that's actually one of our one of our friends. Um, we had a uh, one of our EP release shows was um, like right around Halloween, and it was uh, yeah, it was uh, Halloween themed. Everybody dressed up in costumes. We we were all dressed up as uh, Naruto awful. characters. So one of our friends <laughs> he showed up and he had a he had a bloody misty eyed shirt on and he had his yeah. You know, I asked Wesley about that because I was like, hey, you know, how'd you get blood on your shirt? And then he was like, I spilled coffee on it. <laughs> and it was so funny because it looked just like dried up blood, like it was perfect. I was like, bro, who did you murder? <laughs> nice, nice. And there's an awesome video here. You can watch Megan, um, you know, making yourself some uh, Chef Boyardee ravioli right next to the coolest knife set I've ever seen. Don't let my wife see this. Oh, my gosh. Um, we just bought a big set of knives, I don't know, last year. And she don't want these because they're artsy. Those are cool knives, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you see that video we did where, like, Megan's waking up from a bad dream, and she's like, oh, we're not filming music videos again. Have you seen that one? That one's uh, super funny. No. What's the name of that one? Um, it's it's on our reels. It's the last reel we posted on uh on Instagram. Yeah, the thumbnail nice. is like Megan, like, under, under, like, some beige cover. You see her head. That's, that's a funny uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up at the top. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, I will definitely check that out. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Misty-Eyed uh, GA is their uh, Instagram handle and whatnot, and everything else as well. Uh, Misty-Eyed Rocks, or Dot Rocks, and you can get there and buy some merch, man. Check out all the stuff. Uh, very, very cool. Will you guys keep doing what you're doing because you're super good at it, you know? You're just so talented. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. We, we try. Well, very yeah, cool. And, uh, Folks, we're going to – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say if anybody um, – you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to just buy merch from us. You can shoot us a message and talk to us too. Like we're, we're people. We're every day. We have jobs and we shower and we put our pants on one leg at a time just like everyone else. So. Oh, you put yours on one leg at a time? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's how I do mine. Um, but but people can reach out to us. Like we're super like friendly and like well, we literally talk to anybody. Like, mm-hmm. That's just part of how it is. Nice. Well, that's cool and that's important. That is so important. Um, you know, and uh, it's just the uh, the world we live in. You know, everybody's connected and it, it's a global market. You know, very very cool. Um, oh, and speaking of which, folks, uh, I just, you know, my lights blink in here. It is definitely, uh, we got to wrap things up. But you, you got to like and follow these guys. This episode, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. We're on all of them. So wherever you stream or download music at or uh, podcast at, that's, you'll find us on there. Very, very cool. I will add this also. Um, it really helps a lot, as I understand it. Uh, if you, add, you you dig a band and add them to your playlist, you know, you got a Pandora playlist of, of kick-ass bands, put, put Misty-Eyed on there. They earn that place, man. 
Uh, same thing with Spotify and whatnot. It helps the algorithm, and uh, that would be fantastic. We, of course, add all the bands that are on the show to our Pop Rocks radio playlist on, over on Spotify. Very, very cool. Okay, folks, well, we were, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow. We've got a fantastic guest on tomorrow. And uh, it's just a really cool film series, a, uh, a, a movie. Well, actually, I think it's more of a show. It's more of a television show. Um, but it's, uh, where's it at, man? Where's my notes at? I just was looking through this stuff. And I want to get her name uh, correct. We've got Naomi McDougal uh, Jones on. And she has a new series out, um, which is very cool, about vampires and the IRS called Bite Me. And we're going to be talking to her about that. She also wrote a fantastic book uh, called The Wrong Kind of Women Inside Our Revolution to Dismantle the Gods of Hollywood. Wow. So we'll be talking about that, too. And... Um, you know, very, I won't, will not be calling her a chick. I wouldn't anyway. Anyhow, tune in tomorrow for that. Uh, that's uh, tomorrow afternoon, 2 p.m., all other times accordingly. We will see you then. Have a good one, everybody, and check out Misty Eyed. They rock. Thanks, guys, cool. for being on. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And let's, uh, here we go. Why isn't this working? This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.